When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to TC Live. Daniil Medvedev had never won a match in Rome before this year. 0 for 3. Now he's dancing his way. Just one win from the title. Looking for his first ever title on clay. Takes out Stefano Tsitsipas. And he is into the final. The men's final is set. Come on in. Steve Weissman, Monica Puig, Andy Roddick with you on TC Live as we lead to the women's final between Elena Rybakina and Angelina Kalinina. Looking forward to that one. A lot to talk about before we get to that. But it's going to be about 11 p.m. local time when they take the court, Monica. What do you think about that? I mean, me as a player, when I was playing and there was this type of situation, you know, you can't help but get nervous, a little bit antsy. Do I eat? Do I start warming up? Do I prepare? What is the WTA saying? What does the forecast look like? So I imagine their teams must have sat them down and just been like, listen, prepare to play. You have to go in there ready, you know, a lot of things can happen. It could start raining again. You might have it canceled. It could be pushed to tomorrow. I mean, there's a lot of unknowns, a lot of uncertainty, but definitely they have to go in as focused as possible because with these kinds of interruptions, we could see something pretty quick happen on the court. You know, one person doesn't come in as focused as the other. It's, it's, it's really tough. <laughs> Andy, what, what are your thoughts on the fact that they're playing this type of a 1,000-level final at this hour as opposed to pushing it to tomorrow? Listen, I don't know the I don't I don't know the moving pieces. I don't know what the TV contracts are. I don't know, uh, you know, it, it, the the counter, Steve, to me would be if someone bought a ticket for the women's final. How do you adjust those if they don't have a ticket for the men's final also tomorrow? So there are a lot of moving parts. Uh, all of them are imperfect, right? But Monica's right. Having to adjust with hydration, when to eat, when to warm up. Uh, you know, there, there's every chance that uh, the, these women have, have warmed up five times today already. So it gets a little monotonous. It gets a little stressful, uh, you know, imperfect. But listen, you, you still get the same amount of points. You're still playing for a big, big, big title. So you got to you got to step up. Yeah, Mother Nature, keep that rain away. Let, let's get that match. It's coming up right here after TC Live. But first, the men's final is set. And we, we had some history between Holger Runa and Kasper Ruud. Last year at Roland Garros, Ruud won in four sets. And reportedly after the match, there was a confrontation in the locker room. Uh, Ruud said this week that they have cleared the air since then, but won't be sending each other Christmas cards. A uh, bit of a, of a frosty handshake, a little blow-by there from Runa against Ruud. A fifth overall meeting, Andy, and Root has dominated this match at 4-0, only dropped one set coming into today. He has dominated, but Ruta is a different animal uh, a year further on. Uh, has been playing great stuff, obviously, final in Monte Carlo. The win in Bercy, the cold, wet conditions leads to some muscle fatigue, maybe working the shoulder out, but Root looked amazing up to this point in the match, Steve. Up a set and a break for Ruta. Took his best shot, took Root's best shot for the better part of a, the first hour and 20 minutes, and then turned the match, started flattening out the forehand a little bit. Uh, just competed, felt like he might win the entire day, and then the match turned right here. 
He apologizes, doesn't want to stay too frosty uh, with the thing. I thought he uh, held in uh, his emotions pretty well. Maybe he was respectful towards Casper and, the, and their history, uh, which is certainly uh, great. But, but look, the guys hitting winners from that part of the court, Steve, you could have reached over and taken a sip from someone in the first row there, <laughs> but also creating winners uh, from that part of the court. It's just insane. Unbelievable effort from Holger Ritter. Took Casper's best shots, still found a way to get to the final. Up to a career-high six in the world, will now play for his second Masters 1000 title. Let's hear from him. Was Casper playing so well that, that you felt a little bit of pressure? Because it seemed towards the end of the first, you started to shorten the points a little bit. He was playing extremely well, I think. And I, I don't think even I let him play well. I think I was staying on the baseline, taking time away from him. But he was really, you know, controlling with his forehand, which is his best shot. Um, and he was really intense, so he made it difficult for me. But, you know, I'm happy that I stayed and I, I managed to, to find a, a way to win because it was, it was super difficult. Honestly, I thought that was... At one moment, I thought, OK, I'm, I'm going to lose, actually. But uh, I managed to, to bring my belief and bring my tennis. Um, yeah, and uh, I'm happy to be in the final. Amazing. He actually said that the fact that he thought he was going to lose freed him up to then play his game and, and come out on top in the end. First win against Casper Ruth. Third final in six events for the new 20-year-old. All-time against the top 10, 13 and 9, 6 and 3 on clay. And as mentioned, up to a career high, six in the world. All right, another heated rivalry in the other semifinal, Monica. Daniil Medvedev won the first five matches against Stefano Tsitsipas, but the Greek has won four of the past six. Absolutely. I mean, these are two guys that know each other, have played in these big stages before. I thought that Medvedev came out looking really, really well. I mean, he was stepping into his shots, playing some really, really good tennis, and I feel like the wetter conditions on a day like today favored Medvedev, who wants to get a lot more balls in play. Tsitsipas really likes to step in and take the strike of the ball first early. And Medvedev, just this whole tournament, I've seen him moving incredibly well in the clay. He's been playing some pretty solid tennis, especially off the baseline. But this is something that we've seen a lot of this tournament. Question with the rain. What do we do? Do we take a break? Do we not? And obviously, Medvedev wasn't happy on where they started. He took advantage of this rain delay, ended up running away with this first set. And then it was just another topsy-turvy kind of second set. Medvedev was ahead by a break. Tsitsipas comes back with a surge and looks to be incredibly dominant out there. There was a, like, a little bit of an interruption with his box. I, I don't really know exactly what happened. But then Medvedev, Medvedev was able to regroup and pretty much just take this in straight sets. I mean, we all thought that this was probably going to go three. And Medvedev said, wait a minute. Nope. I want to get out of here as soon as possible. I have a final to play tomorrow. And that's exactly what he did. And some question, questionable dance moves. Maybe it was a rain dance. I really don't know. I don't know about the dance moves. Well, we'll have to get Roddick's thoughts on that. I mean, just uh, what do you think, Andy? I think his backhand's a lot better than his dancing. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you that much. His, his ability to problem solve uh, in match. Um, listen, if, if all of a sudden Medvedev is a guy that makes Masters 1000 finals on, on clay. You know, we, we talk about the number one spot in the world, and it, right now it's consisted of Alcaraz and Djokovic. Medvedev is going to be close to leading the race. He's going to be two, maybe the two seed at Roland Garros. I mean, we got to start thinking of, if this guy figures out clay, is he a year-end number one candidate? And, and, and by all accounts, yes, 
to go in and beat Steph Sitsipas on a rainy, slow night in a clay court semifinal at a Masters 1000 is a different level for Medvedev on this surface. And uh, he's just playing great stuff, moving well. I actually think the muddier conditions uh, make it less slippery for him. I actually think it's benefited his movement uh, this week, but just a great match. Had to find the Sitsipas back and had to find better direction and not just leave his back and hang it in the middle of the court. And he did that time after time tonight. He is the ATP's new clay court king, Daniil Medvedev. 19 titles, 18 of them on hard court, one on grass. This is new territory for Medvedev. Uh, strategically, how was he able to beat Tsitsipas? I think it was just more about staying patient. Again, Tsitsipas is the type of person who wants to get the strike early of the ball. I mean, he plays with an incredible amount of speed and power, but Tsitsip um, Medvedev relies on his footwork. We just see him cover so much ground on the court that even with Hoffman, we were like, how can he get to so many shots? He's running all over the court and is just able to produce quality shots while doing so. I mean, I remember in Madrid last year, he was sitting down on the bench and says, I don't want to play on this surface. I really don't like it. And I think the difference here in Rome has just been his mindset. He's kind of embraced the clay. He's adapted to it. And honestly, with his movement, he's pretty dangerous on clay. I mean, in, on a surface that requires so much patience, you know, he, he why not win some, win some titles, some tournaments? And I like that when he signed, he put 33. So he's very much aware of how many finals he has played, how many titles he has. And you were saying that he likes to add, he likes to know these. Guys. Yeah, 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 Abs absolutely. Uh, uh, he was complaining more, I think, at Indian Wells than he is here in Rome in terms of the surface. So we've got our men's final set now, right? Daniil Medvedev, Holger Runa. This is a rematch, Andy. They played in Monte Carlo earlier this year, and it was Runa that won in straight sets. What do you make of this matchup? Yeah, Runa had the firepower to to disrupt uh, Daniil Medvedev. We saw it. Uh, with Carlos Alcaraz, actually, in the Indian Wells final two. Uh, he has that type of firepower, as we can see the highlight from that match uh, in Monte Carlo, but Runa just took it to him. Now, you notice the sun's out there, Steve. The ball's jumping off the court a little bit more. First ball, wasn't interested in the extended rallies, was playing that ball off that high one, daring Daniel to come forward or to figure it out, wasn't scared to play the soft one up. Uh, with Medvedev, I will say Medvedev is implementing a drop shot off that backhand side a little bit. Uh, this week and in Madrid has been putting a little bit how he actually uh, affects the aggressive nature uh, a little bit more against Runa. But Runa was dominant in this match start to finish. You see the movement there. I mean, this guy could be a halfback in the NFL. He is so strong and is able to create off of that forehand side also. But start to finish, just dominated Medvedev. We'll see if it happens again here in the run final. We certainly will. I mean, he said the last two matches, some of his best tennis he has played, beating Novak Djokovic, beating Kasparu, coming back from a set and a breakdown today to beat Kasparu. What's the pathway for Medvedev to try and get a little revenge, Monica, and get past Holger Runa tomorrow? I certainly think that he needs to look for a lot of breathing room out on the court, just kind of buy himself some time because Runa's going to start trying to step into the court and kind of give Medvedev nothing to work with, no time, and that's exactly what we saw from him there in Monte Carlo. But one thing I really like about Runa is that he is just all talk and he can back it up as well. I mean, he's just showing time and time again that he belongs out on these courts, that even though he's younger than a lot of the players that he's competing with, he has that mental maturity. He has worked incredibly hard. I have seen a lot of his practice sessions, his fitness sessions, he's just worked his way up to this level, and he belongs out here. So he's not scared of anybody. Yeah. But if I were Medvedev, obviously I would want to take what happened in Monte Carlo, really study it, talk to my team, what can we do to counter, kind of counter that? 
and be ready for the match tomorrow because, again, it's a different situation, different conditions, and I think the conditions in Rome this week are favoring Medvedev. Remember what Rafa said back in the day. What happened in Monte Carlo happened. What happened in Barcelona happened. What happened in Madrid happened. We are here. We are in Rome. We are in Rome. <laughs> <laughs> we will see what happens tomorrow. If Medvedev wins, as Andy said, he would get up to two in the world, get that two seed at Roland Garros. If Holger Runa comes through, he gets to a career-high five in the world. Much more talk about the men's final. We are, of course, leading to the women's final coming up right here on Tennis Channel after TC Live. Angelina Kalinina and Elena Rybakina going for a 1,000-level title in Rome. We will talk about those two as well as the new big three in the women's game. Don't go anywhere. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back. We are excited to bring you the best of college tennis later today. The NCAA women's team final coming your way after the women's final in Rome. It is the battle of the Tar Heel State, UNC and NC State, both looking for their first team title. Two of the top freshmen in the country, Diana Schneider and Reese Brantmeyer, facing off at number one singles. Sam Gore and CeCe Bellis will have the call from Lake Nona, Florida later today after the women's final in Rome. While the Big Three era is over on the men's tour, it is just starting in the WTA. We got top-ranked Iga Sviantek, who took the title in Stuttgart in April. She beat Arena Sabalenka in the final, but Sabalenka got her revenge in the Madrid final. The world number two got her first win on clay against Sviantek, continues to establish herself as a threat for the top ranking. And now, Elena Rybakina, one win away from holding the other big clay court title, heading into Roland Garros. Take a look at this, Monica. These three have won the last four major titles and plenty of other big trophies along the way. Yeah, this has been something that has been non-existent in the WTA for a very, very long time, and it's something that's very good to see. Now we're starting to see that consistency and these three pushing each other to win the big titles, and it's just nice to finally see familiar faces time and time again, and they're all so different from each other. I feel like Sabalenka really just has that hard-hitting tennis all around the court, and so does Rybakina, but Rybakina is incredibly tall, but she moves extremely well on all surfaces, and Iga, well, she can do it all. Yeah. <laughs> Andy, what, what do you think separates these three from everybody else? Well, form. I mean, they both have power on, on both sides of the racket. They can both uh, knock you out with either hand. Uh, and obviously, Sviatek's movement, uh, Sabalenka's uh, mental fortitude that she's developed this year, and Rabakina's serve is an absolute game changer. Even on a surface that isn't her preference, she can kind of control the pacing of the match with that, with that weapon. Eager rank number one, Sabalenka number two. Rybakina is at five, but if you add those 2,000 points she should have gotten at Wimbledon, she would be number three. And she is coming up next, playing in the women's final in Rome. Can she get a massive trophy? Well, Angelina Kalinina has got something to say about that. The players walking out onto the court at the 4-0 Italico. It's coming up next after TC Live.
Welcome back. Taking a look at our fan duel match preview. Look at the results from yesterday. If you took the pick, you won. Holger Runa over Casper Ruud in a three-set comeback today. And here is the FanDuel pick for championship Saturday night. Late Saturday night. It's Angelina Kalinina, an upset over Elena Rabakina. Kalinina won their previous meeting last year in Charleston. A $100 bet can get you $260. Right now, FanDuel giving all new users 10 times your first bet in bonus bets up to $200, win or lose. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app now and start making every moment more. All right, the pick from FanDuel is Kalinina. Monica, who is your pick in this match? You're going to be running to the booth to call this one with Ted Robinson momentarily. Players warming up right now. Who you got and why? I mean, I really like Kalinina for the fact that she's been fighting extremely hard this whole tournament and being what's happening in Ukraine right now. I think she's using that as a motivation out there. We have to see how she's feeling physically. Rybakina can take this if her serve and her forehand are on point today and if she minimizes the unforced errors. So, I mean, 50-50 from Monica. Okay. All right. Uh, Andy, what, what do you say? Yeah, I, I, won't, I, I won't straddle that fence. I think, I think it's Rybakina. I, I think with the serve with the way she's able to get the ball through the court. Uh, I've been amazingly impressed with uh, the, anticipa the anticipatory skills of, of Kalina. I know, I just feel like Rabakina has really settled into the clay, not dissimilar to Daniil Medvedev uh, this week. I think she's found her footing. I think the confidence is there, and I think she just has too much ammo. That's a great point, Andy. All right, well, that's all for TC Live. We've got the women's final coming up next. Andy, I'll see you tomorrow to break down the men's final here on Tennis Channel. Monica will send you off to the booth. Join Ted Robinson for the call. Women's final from Rome next right here. Don't go anywhere.